across the world, 24 hours a day. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes villains and aliens from a thousand worlds a billion years in the making starburst radio the greatest radio show in the universe Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and, and I'm doing a Shatner thing. I'm, what, what's this delay thing? I've <laughs> oh, started doing it every God. time now. With me, Mike Royce, and Martin Unsworth, and no Shauna this week. Shauna's in bed, tucked up, and she's not actually a hangover. We'll give credit where credit's due. We've all just finished the magazine again. Yeah, See, these are, the sh- these are the shows... <laughs> these are the shows that you used to not get because we used to not do them because we were absolutely buggered and the times were different and various other uh, reasons and now we and now have arranged friends with buggery if we don't <laughs> that's right it's it's just no uh, we've got to do them so we we come in and we do the show right after get the violins out yeah but yeah it's just well, this gone. is actually recorded last week so don't of course don't, it is don't yeah spoil it. yeah it couldn't it could I mean how can I prove that it's not how can I prove it is live. It's funny that, isn't it? How can I yeah. prove it's live? What's we, just we, happened? Because we've got a time machine anyway, we could do it. So. I know, we could. Yeah. Just record on, in the podcast, I could be saying anything, couldn't I? Yeah, yeah. Right. If you want next week's lottery numbers, we'll give them you at the end. It's an Easter egg. Yeah. How many people do you think will listen after the music? Yeah. You've got to leave that sort of 25 minute gap, though. Absolutely. So, what have we got? These are, they're actually, um, for the last few weeks, we didn't have that much going on. Not a lot went on in the world of cult entertainment see sci-fi horror or fantasy you see I have to get I'm still not used to this cult entertainment but you know we were called that anyway we were called that anyway the the mag has changed its slogan for over the years loads of times and then the cult entertainment was we had very similar ones over the years but it's uh, cult entertainment is just anything that's you know quite niche or quite and it's easier to say than sci-fi horror fantasy yeah I think that that sort of degrades a lot of things sometimes because people oh sci-fi oh fantasy oh Oh right, but no, no to the outside. So you you think I've done a shitbag shuffle then? No, 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 not at all. 
Right. I said, oh no, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. I I wasn't sure when it when the change happened. Oh, is it going to affect magazine sales? I don't know. But it seems it, to be okay. It's great because we can actually legitimately include a lot more mm. uh, stuff that we would like anyway. Yeah, and, and there's and also people do like, and, and there's the gag where you can you can oh you've got a letter wrong, yeah, <laughs> never we, we, never gets old. We've never put uh, a face in front of it yet. So no, it's like something else. No, well I know whose face that would be. <laughs> Did you hear what I put in uh, that the uh, podcast of last week's show? Yeah, that was great. It's a great little bit. I found that one. It, it, seriously though, even if you had thought I was being a bit harsh on the slaphead, right? You've got to admit. That that shows him exactly as he is on yeah. form, and he and he thinks he's funny, but he's not. He's actually just I, oh, you're beneath me. Why are you I don't interviewing even think me? Think he's being funny. Think he's being yeah. funny. He's uh, yeah. He's just being a knobhead. We're talking about somebody, and in unre- he's, a, he's a knight of the of, in of unrelated the realm. news. Yes. Uh, tomorrow, if you're in London, uh, yeah, and go to the Apple Store. Uh, you can meet an actor from a film called Robot Overlords. Uh, a Mr. Sir Ben Kingsley is Ma- doing, he's not he's a doing Mr. It, well, Mr. Sir. Mr. Sir. Sir. Uh, he's doing an appearance there tomorrow. So if, you're in, London, if you're in London, uh, an Apple at, store. At the Apple store. Oh, god, that's all that's, to do with films. That's going to be a barrel of laughs, isn't it? Yeah. He, he, barrel he, of apples. So does he know it's actually just a shop then? <laughs> does he? I think he's going to go behind the behind the till. Is it? And sort out your iPhone. Is he going to be? Is he going to be an Apple genius then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he, he's going to fix everything? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's going to look after it all for you uh, while someone's on the break. Uh, but yeah, he's doing a he's doing a little promo there for Robot Olards, which opens soon. And I've seen it; it's quite good. So you told me it's good. I I've got I've got the I've got the screener that we got sent and I haven't got round to watching it yet because as I actually was honest about that though I'd had one slaphead too many this month to deal with and in the next issue 411 of Starburst magazine because this is the bit where every month we go alright we've stayed up late so now we're going to bore you for five minutes yeah. and tell you what's actually in the new mag and it goes on sale a week on Friday there is no excuse even if you can't get out and you're bedridden you can phone us up or email or whatever and yeah. get your credit card out and it will be sent to you yep. and and do you know what pay us enough we'll deliver it ourselves yep Shauna will literally package it for you yeah you know and she actually Sean's I don't got a great packaging ability. She has got a great packaging ability, and 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 if you're a real steaming perv, she she licks the envelope as well. Yeah. Uh, she's not doing the underwear anymore, though. No, uh, she's run out. No. Do you know she's going to listen to this? Don't yeah, you? She's, this she's is the problem. We're just trying to wind you up, Shauna. It's okay. This is the price you pay. See, if you were here, you could stop us. But, but she wouldn't. We she, can do whatever now. We'd still do it. Oh no. Oh, you, you're so right. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> oh, do you, do you remember that she did this? Bog drone. And then the, this is, and then she said, Bored now. And it's sort of weird. And she wasn't trying to take the piss when she was doing that. No, that, that is just, that's what we have to deal with. I know. It's a, it's a tone, it's a way. At, at anyway. four o'clock in the morning talking about wrestling. I know. So what's in this new issue then? It is the... I don't know if you've ever heard of these people out there. Uh, the Avengers. Yeah. John uh, Steed and Emma Peel. That's the ones, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. 
so why are we doing an issue all about them? Apparently, they're coming out as a film. Mm. Uh, I've got the wrong one. Is it a sequel? Is it the Uma Thurman? Yeah, it's that's that one. But I think I think I think we've just gone to press with the wrong adventure. Oh God, you put the wrong thing on the cover. You put some. I thought I had superheroes on it. I thought that that bowler hat was a bit odd. Yeah, I know. Oh no! In seriousness. It, it it's Age of Ultron, Avengers Age of Ultron. It's all about that. And we did. I did actually say it was a good excuse to actually put Steed and Peel in it as a as a retrospective. But we didn't have room. No, it's that full. We were dropping things left, right, and centre. So so stay tuned for a Tally Fantasy special um, where we just deal with a lot of UK based sixties, seventies fantasy stuff at some point. Yeah, and if you if you into that sort of stuff, email in and let us know. What yeah. sort of thing do you want us to cover? Absolutely. You know, and then we'll ignore that and do what we want. Exactly. We also got a really nice tribute to um, to Leonard Nimoy from Livy Boot, the girl from Planet X. Yeah. She has wrote a really nice piece, so they, there's that in there. There's lots of stuff in it. It's good. And it, here's the thing, though. This month we've done something a bit different, and we've got a very special collector's edition so Mark Rahill has drawn an amazing wraparound cover that that goes uh, oh, I was just about to say an amazing wraparound cover that goes all the all way, way around, around the outside, <laughs> of course it does yes, it, it's the first wraparound cover that ever did that yeah, um, yeah you gathered what it is, Well, you don't have to say anything more do you than wraparound cover, that's the problem Yeah, but I bet it's too some easy for me don't get it do they not? Right. Can you explain not, it? It's like, it? It's like wearing a condom. No, it's not. I don't oh, know. what am I saying? What is it? <laughs> yeah, can you help you, you me? You really do not no, have to can demonstrate you help it. Me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Help describe it, will it's you? It's like when you pick it up in your hands yeah. and you can see all around it and it's the picture carries on. There you go. All the way, front and back, even yeah. on the spine. And it's a great it's, and picture. And it's not a sexual position. No, it's not. It's a great. It's a great picture. Isn't it's, it? it's absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's so, a work of art. Yeah. It really is. A, I mean, that would look brilliant on our wall. Yeah. So you got two, two, two starbursts to get. You've got a new stand, or you've got that. But and, and the new stand looks stunning. Yeah, they're both good. Yeah. Lots of stuff in them. Is there anything really unusual in it? Um, You're supposed this, this to go. Yeah, these unu- unusual. No, because it's know. always of a high standard. Oh God. You know, that's a bit. That's a bit like you know. That's like some, I, I, someone else would say, you know. It's like SFX or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's no pictures of us in it, so it's always got to be. There's not. No, I'm thinking editorial page. You know what? 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 Yeah. Shall, shall I just start putting pictures of myself dressed up as characters out of whatever's in the issue? Yeah. yeah. Let's have a vote. Yeah, I'll do Iron Man next month. Yeah. You could with uh, the helmet on. Yeah, we don't want to see your helmet now. <laughs> uh, but the oh, yeah, dear. we'll uh, we'll Photoshop you or whatever, or we'll get somebody in to yeah. make you up. Yeah, do it, and and in the in the in the digital edition, you can have a video of me as well, yeah. being an ego maniac as well. No, I'm clearly taking the piss. That's not what we are into here. And shy retiring. But times. you do get you do. We are going to announce it in a, in a little bit where we're going to be this weekend. If you want to come and say hello. And well, you don't not abuse us. Bloody hell, I've had enough abuse. Yeah, get us a drink yeah. because we're 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 out meeting people, and we we would like to see you if you want to come along and say hi, because there will be a starburst stand 
where we and, and I'll be there and so will Martin and we will be uh, we'll be there wanting to meet you so and if you the go. seats there'll be a Starburst yeah. sit down yes so we will tell you more about that in a little bit and there's plenty of news there's, there's Daredevil Tron Arrow um, Soska Sisters are doing something we want to talk to you about that and another Ghostbusters movie coming up we're going yeah. to talk about and yeah and and we've got the winner of the cosplay Supergirl competition coming yeah, up all later all coming up later yeah so what are we starting with uh, should we start with the Tron thing yeah since there's only going to be that's not, not that much of a tease little it, Tron thing yeah yeah uh, Tron number three Joseph Kaczynski yeah. again um, in a follow up to Tron Legacy which itself was a uh, rather overdue sequel to 1982's Tron yeah. or 1980's Tron isn't it no uh, 82 do you get it yeah, right yeah. thank you oh see I try and do that on purpose so you don't think I'm a geek you see yeah that's what it is um, but oh I'm a massive 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 fan this is one movie that was polarising between me and Chris Chris Hayes it, we and still to this day he, he doesn't quite understand why I like Tron yeah he like we were saying before doesn't get it it was uh, I think if you saw it at the time you'll have yeah. more affection for it yeah and uh, you'll get not necessarily get it more but you will you will have a certain passion about it because the visuals remind you of something else yeah. or this that the other yeah uh, it isn't a spectacular film the first one it's you know doesn't stand up very well but what are you talking about <laughs> it doesn't what does are it? you talking about it doesn't stand up very well it looks it's like a, a, it, it looks like you're playing a luminatari do you are you aware of the pop culture significance of that movie? Uh, no, I had. I, that, that, like, like I said, I saw, I saw it oh when it came God, out. Oh my God, the the video games alone, though those video game noises, diddly do, diddly do, diddly diddly diddly. I can't do it that well, but you know what I'm I mean. I'm going to record that. I'm hey, going to be playing that next. It's week. got that in it. <laughs> you, need, you need a myconator. Yeah. I've got. Uh, this is the thing. No, the thing is, it it was so much more than a movie at the time because. It was the whole idea of it to me. I, I saw it as a modern day version of The Wizard of Oz, yeah. where you know somebody gets catapulted into another place. And very similar to The Wizard of Oz, all the people that you knew in the real world were in that yeah. world as well. It was so similar. And that's why I loved uh, when I heard there was going to be a sequel to, to it. I thought there were two bits of genius about Tron Legacy. The two things, no matter what you thought of the movie, you can't deny two bits of genius. One, they further nailed that Wizard of Oz thing by doing the 3D as 2D, and then when you went into the real world, into their world, yeah, you popped was, into it 3D. Was the black and white going into color again, exactly the same. And um, the they got Daft Punk to do the soundtrack, mm. and that is possible. I mean. I don't know anybody who doesn't think that's one of the best soundtracks of the last decade. It's, it's oh, you don't like it. Well, you see there, no, sorry, it's I, not metal enough, is it? This is yeah. the rock stuff. The face that he pulls over the rock stuff. It's, it's okay. I mean, I'm not, it, yeah, it worked yeah, for yeah. the film. I, yeah, I tell you something, I should have taught you to see Alec Empire. Oh, yeah, how did that go? I didn't ask you about that. Oh, I can tell you all about that, right. Alec, Alec Empire. Um, Basically, cut, cut a long story short, you know it's t- Atari Teenage yeah. Riot, yeah, digital hardcore, yeah. No, just stop looking at me like that. They were really, really, really good. So, Chona, t- t- 
was wanting to go and um, see this, and I, I went, "Yeah, come on, we go, we're going to go." We went and we went to see it, and up front at the beginning there was a guy, and I can't remember his name, and all he did, he played white noise. He played like, and with pops going, and. And this so was three quarters tried, of an hour. Tried to tune Italian for it now. sounded like a sound check, yeah. But I was actually in a weird place that night. My head was a little bit up my ass, and I wanted to not think about something. So I sat there, and all this weird, like white noise was going on, and um, and then oh, I, but but oh man, this this so funny it was. It was at the Royal Northern College of Music. This, and there was some. So um, it was in a weird place. Oh, what? Are we talking about a bit of culture, man. A bit of culture, <laughs> and. The people were wandering around with lanyards, and there was this future exhibition on, and and there were things for the future with sounds and visuals and all that. So everyone was going round different theatres in the building. So obviously a few people had gone in there and didn't know quite what to expect. And yeah, man alive, the walkout right was unbelievable. <laughs> I was just sat there and and I was watching that, and I was getting entertained by that. But when Alec Empire came on and they played this '94 album live with some visuals. And that was amazing, yeah. yeah. And, and you, uh, you wouldn't mind, you wouldn't mind no, some no, of the music. Yeah, yeah. So I remember them, and they were, you know, they were okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that 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 album, '94, uh, the Ice album, the '94. It's it look, sounds like a modern day movie soundtrack, but but oh, well, you talk, Daft Punk. You were having a go at Daft Punk. That soundtrack. Everybody loves Tron Legacy soundtrack. They do. Come no, it's, on. it's a good soundtrack. It's no Goblin. Yeah. Oh, it's it's. It's of a similar status right. in, in, in today's terms. It's iconic, and I, but, I will give it that. But here's one thing about um, me and Phil. Uh, Phil's the guy, anyone don't know, Phil Perry is he's our, he's sort of, sort of like our Ming Chen. Yeah. In, in comic book, man, he does... Or he referred to himself as the secretary. Yeah, yeah. He does He does all the PR stuff where he, he, he contacts studios, asks for the talent and for the... Um, interviews and images and all the stuff that we need and you know smooths the wheels and that and then um, yeah he, he he likes all that he likes all these media types you see <laughs> so he save he saves me from them because some of them wind me up they come on with the double barreled names and I want to chin them straight away because well, they they're, they're not from Manchester to beg them for things oh god they're always wanting summer and they won't put a page of advertising in but they'll want you to run like a four page interview with some sound engineer that worked once on on some obscure yeah. movie that that's kind of sort of connected to something that they want to promote yeah mm. um, so yeah I, I, I'm not I'm oversimplifying what a PR company does but yeah he, uh, me and him we do we do like our vinyl and every now and again me and him will just go. Oh, there's a, there's a new new one out, and we got um, we got the Tron Legacy one, double gatefold vinyl. Yeah, three hundred quid now. Three hundred quid in eBay. You only got it. Yeah. Like fifteen all them quid. Hipsters that are crying because they haven't got a copy because you bought it. I know. Well, there you go. I'd love I'd love you all to think I've got this big warehouse like Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is tons of of copies of Tron Legacy, and I've yeah. actually caused a shortage. Yeah? yeah, it's my plan to control the world. Yeah, and you're gonna laugh maniacally. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna start selling them slowly. Yeah, drip, slowly. Drip them out. I don't want the price when to the crash. third one comes out. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I didn't think it'd be. I do. I do the vinyl soundtracks. They do hold their own. They they increase in value. Do I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's true though. It's true. I tell you. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm. I'm not really taken with this vinyl revival though. 
Oh, Vinyl Revival. Yeah, that's that. A new show with Martin Unsworth, <laughs> Vinyl Revival, only on Fab Radio International. With everything played on MP3. Yeah, yeah. So I I am, yeah, what can, what can I say? That, but back on to Tron Legacy. Yeah. Some people had a go at it because uh, it's a sequel to Tron. And they tried something quite brave in that they tried to have a young, uh, a young version of... Um, of Flynn and an older version of Flynn acting side by side um, obviously the the actor playing the part as he is now and the other version trying to be back then, 82 yeah. and it didn't work as well as um, you'd want it to but I give him, I give him a bit of a pass for trying cause Yeah it, but it, it still had that sort of edge of like that sort of gaming sort of thing that things don't quite look the way they should okay well there you go see now now i'm i'm now now you're talking you know it, it's, it's it did pass it off a little bit though. yeah yeah but i loved it it was nice to see updated versions of like the the recognizers and the light yeah. see come on you've got to admit light cycles oh they're, they're iconic, iconic it's aren't iconic they? i mean yeah you just look at a picture from it and you know what it yeah. is so now we've got uh yeah well, you've got um, Headland coming back as uh, Sam Flynn and Olivia Wilde as Cora. Uh, obviously, we, uh, it's not a spoiler to say that uh, Flynn didn't make it to the end of that movie. No. Um, but he went out in a reasonable way um, and passed the torch on to his son and his son's there. I don't actually get what the sequel's going to be about because it sort of had a proper ending, didn't it? Yeah. Would it not be something that in the old days in the good old days yeah they would have made a TV series out of it they did do but they but a it really was, sort of low budget one well they did they did but not a TV show they did the uh, they did the anim, the anim, they did the TV show sorry but it was animated uh, yeah, f- that followed on from uh, Tron Legacy but I know what you we, mean we you, never, do, you don't recognise that we, as proper television we do don't you? count them because oh, everyth- everything on. had a cartoon come on oh sorry animated animated version. series sir yeah Let's have it right. So are you, are you going to the sequential art shop tomorrow? Oh, gee, don't get me started on that. Ed, and it's weird because we've we, got to use Ed, that now. Ed's got Ed as um, he's, he's I'm not saying that sounds insulting that, for say he's and himself. A, he wanted to be sequential arts editor. That wasn't a criticism, by the way, Ed. <laughs> if, if you oh, come on, Ed. No, Ed knows it's a Ponzi name. Ed, yeah. Ed knows that that title, Sequential Arts, makes a uh, comic book editor sound... So I don't know. To me, that sounds OK, but clearly people think, oh, comics... I just go back to calling them the funny books. Yeah, well, uh, Sequential Arts, yeah, I get it. But It's so the hipsters can get away with having a, a graphic novel. Yeah, it's, there's nothing to be ashamed of with comic book... Exactly. Uh, comic book proud. artwork. And if you are ashamed of of comic books, then by all means, I'm, I'm here for you and I would like to help you out. If you are ashamed of your comic books and, 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 and that, then... Yeah. Send you them drop, to P.O. Yeah, Box. Yeah, drop drop them all off here, your Fantastic Four number ones and yeah. your uh, all, all exactly. your first prints of whatever, and I'll, I'll look after them for you. Yeah. No problem. But well, they will be appreciated. But there is a bit of snobbery in it, though. It is. Sequential arts. It is. Maybe just... Ed can explain when all this started. Because, it, it, do you know, this is one of them things that it slipped me by. Um, I Obviously, it started to be used a while ago. Yeah. And it's sort of gone pop culture on us over the last two, three months, was it? Yeah, so it's just ridiculous. It is just a hipster thing, I think. There you go. Not, I'm not saying Ed's we just destroyed Ed's job, haven't we? 
No, no, I didn't really mean it. We have, haven't we? It was about the people who. I'm sorry, Ed. We, you know, we don't mean it. Yeah. We do. We do. We just well, don't. We it's just be at the door in a minute. We're just not sure. We're not sure about the title. That's all. We it's, we want to we want to know more. We want to be educated. It, it, it takes up too many inches. Anyway, but just before we go to uh, break, are you looking forward? to We haven't even said are we looking forward to it. Um, are you? I'd be interested in seeing it. You want to see another one? Yeah. Are you sure? I don't think it. Like I said, I don't think it needs it. But you know, if they're going to make it. You know, have a go. In 3D again? Of course. Absolutely. No, it's a great gimmick, that, got to say. Um, and again, you're the person who said to me, you need to get um, 3D at home. I used to knock it, and I was going on about it, going, oh, God, you know, I'm not I'm not a fan of um, of it, really. I like it in it, some it's films and wrongly. others. That's yeah. the problem. But I've got to say, since I got it at home, I you see it in a very clean Environment and some of these movies are very, very effective. Well, you set in 3D. it up to your own eyes, you set yeah. it up to your own comfort. Yeah, but I watched Tron Legacy at home, it's absolutely mind blowing in yeah. 3D. Just sat there, like, and it didn't look quite as good as that at, at, at no, the cinema. It pops the way it should do, yeah. and the way you expect it to when you go to the cinema. Yeah, so there you go. There's a, there's our advert for getting yourself a 3D TV. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, it the Blu-ray players, you can get a 3D compatible Blu-ray player for 90 quid, 100 quid. Yeah. That's the, absolutely the, fantastic. And, and the, tel- the TV's the tel- is about doing. 400. Yeah, no, 500 quid and you can watch Tron Legacy uh, better than it was at the cinema. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. If and you can find it on 3D Blu-ray, because that's probably about 20 quid dearer. Yeah. But, but you do get value. You do get good value because you get a 3D version, you get a DVD, and you get a. The, uh, I'm not a fan of ultraviolet. Yeah. But there you go. There's another. There's another. There's another phrase up there with sequential arts. Yes. Isn't it? Eh? Another, another buzzword for the kids. Because eh? they, they don't want to put download. I know. What, what is Because they're trying to convince people that downloading is bad, but please buy our download. Yeah, buy our download. That's not bad at all. Right. Well, what we need a break because we're tired. We're going to have. You see, we're going to be. We're limping through this show. <laughs> it's very limp. Yes, indeed. Right. I'll be back, and so will Martin. Right after this. Anything that rocks with Paddy O'Hare. International. Embrace the alternative. Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. Available from a newsagent near you or download to your tablet today. Across the world, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we've got an email. Would you believe it? Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Because we, we didn't give the email address. We out. haven't given anything out, have we? Let's face it. It's no good, is it? We're just useless. Uh, David Galdard, aka Victor Vortex. Hello. Who we've met. Didn't we? Met yeah, him in we Fab. Did, yeah. It's good. Um, Hi guys, would love a British tally fantasy feature. Yes, that's, see, that's one one issue we've sold. See, that's what I mean. We've we've got, it's a winner. The Avengers, Randall and Hopkirk, very underrated. Actually, is is a thing you can email back on this one. Did you like the remake? Because I did. I really liked the remake. I liked. It. There were a lot of things I liked about it. With um, I know, up, yeah. yeah, it wasn't everybody's cup of tea. I really liked it. And and can I just say, as a precursor to 
new Doctor Who. That Randall and Hopkirk remake sort of um, showed that it was possible to do one that yeah, wasn't yeah, update stuff. Without yeah, yeah, it yeah. Being, uh... Uh, I, I, I did. I liked it a lot, and a lot, and it had the right balance of get like in the first episode of Randall and Hopkirk. There were loads of parts where you thought, "Oh, here's where he gets killed." Oh no, here's where he gets yeah. killed, and um, it was very good. Um, and also, um, David Arnold did the theme music as well. You oh, know, yeah, the yeah. James Bond composer. Uh, yeah, the prisoner, etc. If you ever get oh, if you ever get rid of that Patrick McNee picture in Fab, give us a shout. I'm coming up for the Terence Dick event at Fab. That's the um, the Doctor Who one. I'm really looking forward to it as he's a childhood hero. Yeah, I met him. He's uh, we had a few drinks together in Fab last time he was there. He he was uh, very outspoken. Yeah. And he's for those who don't know him, he's a very, very, very well-known writer for Doctor Who. Back at when it was at the peak in the seventies, he was writing all sorts. He, he, and and if you've picked up a Target yeah. novel by uh, a Doctor Who novel, he's, he wrote be, like bloody it's half be of dicks. them. Oh, he wrote he wrote half of them. Um, he's a great guy, and he he's very outspoken about the. John Nathan Turner era of Doctor Who and the I remember I just got him a drink and then he went on to stage and he was already let's just say he'd already had one or two and um, refreshed. he was very uh, acerbic and he, he was talking okay. about he was talking about um, John Nathan Turner and then um the uh, so, so I'm trying to remember who it was said to him, oh well, you know I don't want to. Uh, I, I do understand you had a few problems with him, but you know I'm not really into uh, um, hang. You know having a hanging um, when the person's not already here. You know I mean by all. So I'd like to say a few nice things about what the area, you know, like that. And he, and then Tony Sticks went, "Well, that's all right. Yeah, as long as I can have the hanging after, you just get on <laughs> with that." And he, and he stored it up, and he basically just said it was all very panto, and that he didn't right. really appreciate that era. If um, if people are there and they're actually yeah. aware of it, and they've, you know, they've they were in that era and they've interacted yeah. with it they've got yeah. a better say than somebody Absolutely. who's just watched it all he did say one interesting thing as well he said I don't believe and he also said and I don't believe all this about uh, Gallifrey being gone it's going to be somewhere it will be revealed that it is somewhere at some point and, and it will be back and I thought yeah um, that sounds about right and that's exactly what happened yeah, that's your writing head isn't it, yeah also? exactly so uh, also he's writing here uh, see you for a pint we are going to be there and we will have a pint with you gladly um, wanted to ask both you and the listeners what would you rate as all time greatest B movies we'll ask that question in just a second there was another thing you mentioned that Patrick McNee picture in Fab that has already been stolen um, and returned by the person who nicked it Oh, yeah, remember. it went on for about three months. I got an e- I got an email um, off a guy, and he went, "Look, I'm sorry about this. Uh, me and my mates, I did something stupid, and I really feel bad about it, and I want to return the picture." And he said, "It's the it's the John Steed picture." He said, "I don't remember much about the heist, yeah, but <laughs> but we just got absolutely slaughtered, and um, ne- and when I woke up with it in bed." And I want to, yeah, he is a bit, isn't it? And he said, I want to, is there any chance that I can leave it somewhere and all that? And I went, look, if you just leave, and I, I made arrangements for him to leave it um, next to the Dalek Bay near, near the fruit machine on the on on a, a particular night. And he went and did it. But 
I'll give him credit for this. The guy walked over and, and he just went to me and went, it's me, I have just left it over there. I just wanted to say sorry in person like that. So, I, yeah, I got him a drink. Because the thing, I, I mean... Honesty is the best policy, in it? You can give someone a pass for that, can't yeah. you? You know what I mean? People do things when they're stupid when they're drunk. Yeah. It's when they've got no regrets. Yeah. I've had, I've had the, the ice, uh, ice uh, warriors' head was stolen. Um, once and I had to get a replacement and the gun off the Dalek but we fact we got the guy he, we chased him up the road oh and the other thing the someone stole the um, the you don't have them that much now but it, we had a pay f- a little one of them little mini payphone things that's oh, yeah. near at the end of the bar where you put the money in yeah someone nicked that and they were like legging it down the road but they didn't think it through very well because you're legging it down the road with a thing that's full of pound coins and coins and yeah, stuff and-, and and the security didn't even have to run they sort of just briskly walked <laughs> after him and just went give us that back please yes but, but there you go what, his question what would you rate as the all time greatest B movies oh you see this is it's a difficult one isn't it I'm it's, really I'm really thrown by that because I mean, because sometimes things are called B movies uh, incorrectly really because they're not intended to be B movies right here we go new new section new section right Martin Martin's school Martin's film school we've right. already got that well horror obscura Oh no, but no, but you're that's <laughs> horror based. I'm talking like that's uh, all I know because B movies don't have to be horror, do they? You see, well, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, go on, go on, explain, explain well, what, what do you see as a B movie? A then? B movie was, was something that was created to, to run alongside a main feature, but you do know that some, some uh, movies are referred to as B movies and people don't know what B movie means, yeah, because they, they, uh, some people think it means well crap movie yeah, or, or poor movie or you know not very good yeah but I, mean, I've, al- I've always been specific they use that on instead it. of cult yeah what happens if you have a double feature are they both B movies they can be sometimes because it's just a way of getting people to see some oh, trash you, movie. oh that's a shit bag shuffle that but come on you know, you can have how do you know, how do you know which B's is the main right I saw um, two first what was that bloody oh is it the Viking with um Six million dollar man, Lee Majors, Lee Majors and Laser Blast. Yeah, right. That guy, I'm giving me age away. I shouldn't have said that. Um, I saw them too, and and they're 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 both. Are they both B movies? Because the the Viking was supposed to be a proper release. Yeah, but uh, it's hard to say. It, they probably wouldn't have got a full release on their own. But it was a different time. You okay. you got a lot of double bills. Uh, why do why do we not have that? They, there are two things that you got to remember from that era. You never used to go right now. You you guys, if you're young, really young now, you probably don't remember that a time when you didn't just go in. There was a couple of adverts, um, some weird uh, advert for aftershave that's not apparent. It's for aftershave, and then an advert for a vodka. weird yeah a weird a weird energy drink um thing with passion courage 
and the heartbeat and someone in Lycra. Yeah. You didn't have um, to be told to turn your fucking phone off. No, you didn't have that, no. And um, and then you'd have uh, an advert for a Tandor, possibly back no, in the, the day, but that's, that, that's, that's, that's then. The, that's yeah. then. That but now, that, yeah. now you're just pretty much straight into the movie, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, you can actually time it if you're careful about, oh, give it 10 minutes yeah. and then I'll go in. You, you look at the time yeah. now and yeah. it's, you know it's going to be 25 minutes before the film starts. Yeah, no, but then, uh, imagine this, it'd be an hour and 45 minutes before the film starts sometimes yeah. because you'd go in you'd if you had a B movie situation you'd have um you'd have uh, a, a movie then a break then another movie but the f- it was a thing called full supporting feature and yeah. you'd go in and you'd have continual yeah. performances as well oh yeah absolutely so if you missed the first feature yeah when you first go in you can sit and watch it the next time yeah absolutely and it just carried on didn't yeah. it and and what um, you, but you would have uh, for example if you go and see something like Star Wars you'd have some adverts then you'd have um, a 35 minute movie about, about Mong- uh, Mongolian monks or something. yeah or something usually uh, usually narrated by Talisa Savalas or Richard Burton or something oh the Talisa Savalas one's a classic yeah, yeah. visit Birmingham yeah, and th- this is what I mean. You had all that, and you you it's a good three hours, four hours, wasn't it, to yeah, get the whole for your one thing. pound twenty, right? So, do we not have patience for that anymore, or just do the cinemas just want you in and out I th- quick? I think they do. I think it's all about uh, you know quick turnaround, which is a bit of a ridiculous thing since most films now are three hours long. Oh yeah. Oh, talking of that, that gets us on to a, a quick a news topic. We are going to answer your question about B-movies in just a minute, but I'm fr- we'll throw it out there now to everybody. What are your f- greatest B-movies? And are yeah. there any that you think are borderline? They're not a B-movie, but they are a B-movie, whatever. Explain it. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could look at, say, mostly early Roger Corman are, are going to be B-movies. Mm. Certainly the 60s and 70s. So... What about talking about movies that are over three hours long? There's been an injury, hasn't there? Oh, there has, yes. Uh, Mr. Depp has hurt his hand. Oh, dear. Yeah. So he's gone home from uh, filming uh, the latest multi expected. Yeah. Really yeah. Uh, anticipated Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I am, I am so surprised that that's being made, you know. I'm not being funny, but I don't know anybody that like. I mean, all right, there's always an argument, and me, I just want a hanging session over them films. But the I've made it plain. I like the first one and the other two. My, and my God, what's going on? And the, then the one that was supposed to rescue it, even worse. That was the worst one, actually, the last one. Um, and nobody seemed to like that last one at all. Even people that were forgiving and went, oh no, though. The uh, second one and third one weren't too bad, you know. Even if they're forgiving of them, they didn't like that fourth one. So why is this being made? It's just they just must have made money. It did. It made money, but they got so much backlash critically. But I didn't read one good review of that film. Producers at don't all. give a monkey's about that though. Mm. It's all about if they can make the money on the investment, and that's all it is. Oh, no, I remember being dead. Uh, we got an email in from Mounty, really? and I remember he, he's the first person who broke the good news to me on on that last on the last Pirates movie because I just got a. I remember getting an email off him, and and I, and I said, "Oh well, you know, I'm just off to see." Um, me and Chris are just off to see that, and he just went, "Oh yeah, caught that last night." 
not a good movie at all. He said <laughs> just straight away, just d- didn't even bother getting into why. So he just went, yeah, it's, it's bad. But yeah, Mount is saying hi, guys. Also enjoyed the Randall and Hopkirk reboot, although I felt the casting was back to front and the show would have worked better if Bob had been Marty the ghost and Vic uh, as Jeff the detective. Yeah, I guess this is the thing I heard that they had an argument over not a serious one but they were they were bantering over who gets to play what they both decided to do the roles but they were even up to a very short short time before they would start filming they were arguing over who was the ghost and who was alive um and it, it would make it different. Yeah, the last episode of the first series, the Wicker Man-like episode, set in a village trapped in time, was and still is brilliant. Yeah, I did like that, and it's weird. That was a great ending for the series if they'd have just had it as a six-part thing, and yeah. I thought it ended way better than the final episode. They only ran for two seasons, but the second season, the ratings weren't as good, so it got cancelled, whereas... They weren't expecting to get a second season, so they did a proper ending yeah. for the first. The they weren't, be, really. yeah, they weren't expecting it to get canned, mm. so there wasn't a proper ending on the second one. Which is the problem with the way the system works, isn't it? Yeah, it's just such a such a such a shame. I, mean, I think you should always get a chance to finish your story off. I've always said that, but uh, oh well. Just about to finish reading a m- uh, massive and brilliant biography of Verity Lambert. Oh yeah. Doctor Who's legendary first producer review on the way. Oh, very good. Excellent. But um, Verity Lambert, we saw her in Adventures um, Space and Time yeah. in the uh, the that that uh, that I thought was actually the standout piece of the Doctor Who celebrations. Yeah, yeah, it was an excellent. Uh, it was awesome. It was it was really really good, and I thought he played William Hartnell really well yeah. in it. But um, yeah, B movies. I'll get, I'll throw one out there, but I'm not saying it's my favourite. What about the um, Incredible Melting Man? Yeah, I absolutely adore that. Yeah, it's yeah. The, it's it's a it's. I'm a sucker for these sort of uh, astronaut comes back and something's happened. This is why yeah. why I like the Fantastic Four. It's yeah. it's it's really hokey stuff, isn't it? And you it go was, out. It but, was sort of quite a mass. It was yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of everything. Two thousand AD had a comic strip very similar, only it wasn't. Uh, it was the Visible Man. Oh, do you remember? I don't remember. That, right, no. what what happened? And and it's weird that the Visible Man he came Surely back. Surely we're all Visible Man. No, see you guy, you're gonna get, you're gonna get, you're gonna, you're gonna kick yourself now because oh. you go, oh, that's what it means, right? He. Um, Got, got, goes out into outer space because we've all the invisible man thing's been done to death you yeah. know whatever but but 2000 AD they pushed the envelope back in the 70s and 80s and the visible man went into space and then on his way back gets the radiation something happens to like him and his skin is see-through but the rest of him isn't ah right right now back in the day there was a uh, model kit that was a a, a skeleton with all his oh, bits and the, circulation. The yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. And basically, it was the it was like, what if that was a real? They, they sort of did the story behind that. Yeah. You know, why why would there be but why would there be a guy who's who's skin see through? Uh, here's the thing: if he was caught in sunlight that, that's really bright or whatever for a, a while, yeah. Here's the thing: he decided, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to sunbathe. So that I get um, I get a tan, and then you'll be able to see me. Yeah, it'll just look like a, a normal man. Yeah, no, but it didn't work. Guess why? It just cooking. 
Yeah, because the light, the sunlight, is going through his skin like it's glass, like a magnifying glass, and starts mm. cooking his organs, and he gets excruciating pain and has to run off and go, oh, I want the shape. It's a bit now. like people when they go yeah. to Spain. So I like that. Yeah, visible, man. You know, it's time for the news now. Oh. So if we get the news out of the way, then we can uh, we can get... We're throwing it out over B-movies still. Anybody's got the favourite B-movies? Um, well, we get a bit, a little bit of Rebecca Forskin for you. And, she um, wasn't on earlier. Was it not her? No. I hate it when it's not her. I really do. Yeah. It throws me. It really does. OK, well, let's find out what's going on out there. And we'll be back with hopefully some of your B movies that we can have a chat about. And and we've got loads of news actually, loads. You know, remember Go- yeah. Ghostbusters Gate. Yeah. We've got to come. Right, we won't be long. This is Professor Elemental, and I am not reading a book on taxidermy or some kind of new unholy ritual. I'm reading Starburst magazine. It's lovely. Starburst Radio. Hang out with the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment every Wednesday, 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. This is Fab Radio International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International, the official radio show for Starburst magazine the best magazine that's currently made and available anywhere it's just better than everything it's better than empire it's better than sfx it's better than sci-fi now it's better than all of them put together we are awesome Unfortunately, we can't fit that on the top of the magazine, so it's just I know. cult entertainment. Yeah, yeah, world's longest running yeah. magazine of cult entertainment. Yeah, it gets it across, doesn't it? But we are better than all them. Um, <laughs> That's subliminal. Hey, just like I point out, I'm going to do a section on this show. That what what Empire got wrong this month? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to point out all of them. Favorite moment of uh, Empire's balls ups. Uh, there's a little thing you do where you offset the text and stuff so it doesn't disappear into the fold of the magazine it's not that technical you just allow for a little bit of give because it'll be folded in and they did uh, an interview with Michael Fassbender and the and he's uh, pointing the, he's pointing, the F the F disappeared in and it and you've just got it. there's a two page thing with him with a quite unusual expression and it just says Assbender <laughs> Aspender, and you know what? I, there've been some mistakes with the mag. Well, I've been editor. There's no doubt about that. But I've never not like that. Not quite that bad. Yeah, there is one, but I've never admitted to that was awful. And it was when the first four issues of me being editor we did, and it was my fault totally. So if you want to try and spot it, these issues are still available online. <laughs> yeah, you can have if you to want buy to them. Uh, buy them. Yeah, and uh, buy them if you could spot the mistake. <laughs> An yeah. email in if yeah. you've bought the magazine recently, not not that you've already had yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll uh, we'll have them on the show. 
Yeah. I t- I'll tell you what, I would uh, I would give him a little something if somebody, uh, if a reader, oh, don't be like that. Uh, if a reader did spot this mistake and it's back in, um, it's I can't remember the issue number now, don't but it's a very early They've one. You've got to read yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the anyway, issues. Anyway, there you go. But First the, four. It's a, it's a, it's a humdinger. There's uh, <laughs> a word for you. Um, yeah, David Geldard, absolutely loved um, Randall and Hot Kirk remake many hated it it did pave the way for modern day doctor who yeah i i do i do think that um i love the way they cgi'd mike pratt into one scene god i forgot that they did oh, didn't yeah, they yeah, yeah that yeah. was i mean that that's awesome i wish they could bring back the avengers in a similar way but perhaps it wouldn't work outside the 1960s well kingsman's shown that kingsman do it, yeah but. kingsman uh mad men uh, nails an era if it's aware of it's being in an era but the thing is and with Andrew the avengers Carter did the era thing as well oh it did really yeah well. yeah but the f- funny thing about 60s 70s um the avengers steed and peel it was always no, it wasn't quite the UK, was it? It was no. a a weird version of and that's England. That's what made it really sad. Yeah, and, and and I think if you do, do yeah, I don't know if you can get away with that now. But they would go to a train station and there'd be nobody there, you know, while they're waiting for a train. They'd, whenever they go places, they they seem to have an an endless abundance of these weird villages, didn't they? With one yeah. pub and there's only five people in the whole village, apparently, you know, and they made it a bit surreal so it's possible you can get away with um, with anything really um, we're going to get back on B-movies in just a minute uh, we got quite a bit of news to thrust our way through um, Christian Jones is saying evening all enjoying the show as always apologies if this has been discussed before do you think Moffat oh Moffat oh you say you're getting me in trouble now yeah. now Christian because good, um, being good all night yeah I am I am I'm been happy to go in for a bit and uh, yo like I say I'm not I don't have a witch hunt for him you know um, do you think Moffat gave us a female master to test the waters with the fans before giving us a female doctor in the future all the best I do think that yeah I do think that and I, I, I think actually the other way I think he's done that so he could say look I've done the gender thing we don't have to do that now yeah he might and he might not I think at some point they'll do it and I'm pretty sure that I'll hate it um, I have no problem with uh, I had no problem with I I thought when Matt Smith was getting it that we were going to uh, b- before it got announced I was pretty much certain it was going to be a black doctor the next the next guy because the actor who, who was up for it he he actually refused it yeah but and, it was um, uh, sorry <laughs> Yeah, I know you've just shown me something. I'll address that in just yes. a moment. Um, the uh, yeah, yeah, that 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 wasn't mine. That one, right? That wasn't my mistake. Demonics, it's not right. That uh, one. Yeah, but um, yeah, he. I think he's he's eager to do all the thing. I mean, Mount, he says uh, Paul Mount when we're discussing it. He, the thing that annoys Paul about it is that he does want to be the guy who did all these tweaks and changes first he wants to be uh, he gets the impression that later on they want to look through the doctor who history book and go oh moffat did all of this Got the you know stamp on everything everything you know and so i agree i, I do think maybe that it's a uh, peter harrison does the original buffy movie count as a b movie it's not very good but without it they may never have been one of my favorite tv shows see as he we're getting into the point of 
B-movie that want a B-movie technically it was intended as a major film yeah it it's was become, yeah. a lot of films become B-movies but how do they become a B-movie if it's not released with another movie exactly you can't technically have a B-movie now can no, you no because but B-movie means something different to different you know to this sort of thing but I'm just so pedantic that I will only think of B-movies oh and Denge wants a listeners party are you going is he listening I think he is, yeah. Well, he could have a party then. There you go. Party are you, you, are you going, though? Are you going to his listeners' party? Is he going to invite us, though? Don't know. We don't listen to him. Don't know. James Stanage, he's, he mentions James Stanage used to have him, but James, James Stanage was always pissed. And doing other stuff, apparently. Yeah, no. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, you. I could tell you a few stories yeah, when I was have. at Manchester Radio. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's he, another one to kick, tick off your Oh, bingo. yeah, 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 yeah. He got up to some naughty stuff in the room upstairs while I was actually on air, but never mind. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, no. Allegedly, yeah. Except that I saw it, and she was not his missus. Because um, he hadn't got one. Alcoholics <laughs> rarely do. Um <laughs> Anyway, what, what are you going on? B-movies. I, I threw in Incredible Melting Man. I also quite, I quite like some of these uh, stop-motion-y sort of really rubbish ones like, like, like Laser Blast. Yeah. People, what, you won't even be able to find them. Um, oh, is the, hu- the Humanoid one a B-movie, was it? That was actually a full release. It was a full release, but I think it did do the rounds of the double bill. Again, there the we double go. bill thing is a... It's an odd one. Go isn't on, it? what's yours? You've been dead quiet. What you said were you? What said were be, you? Because you've got one you're ashamed of. <laughs> I've got lots of ashamed. <laughs> um, it's it's a difficult one to pin down. It would be something probably from the sixties or seventies. Technically, actually, this is a, actually thinking about it. It's an easy one. God, it's like pulling teeth, isn't it? It's one of your family, isn't it, or something? Uh, what what is, is it? Oh shit, bag shuffle. Yeah, uh, the Wicker Man. Is that a B movie? It's a B movie. It was intended to be an A movie, but then uh, the, when it came out, they butchered it, and it went on release in the UK. Because it's a short now. film, isn't it? Yeah. It's a very short film. And yeah. you, you it tended, was meant to be 100 yeah. minutes. They knocked it down to 85. Yeah. It was the opening feature for Don't Look Now. Oh, my word. Oh, well, that is, that's got to be right up there so, then, hasn't so it? So you can't beat that. That is the yeah. best B-movie But that, that's made. the problem, you see, because that's too good to be a B-movie because exactly. of the quality of it exactly. and the way it's... Production values, but, everything, but the acting... But wonderful, pedantic way yeah. of thinking... That is the best movie. Well, I agree. Technically, that's it. It has to be a supporting movie for a main feature, yeah. and and not not got released on its own. Oh no, I'll, I'll stick with that then. But I'm surprised because if you if I said, um, "What's the greatest B movie of all time?" I'd expect if I mentioned that they they'd be they'd be like, yeah. "Don't be stupid." Yeah, but they, they don't know the truth. It's not a B movie. How can you have a B movie that 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 has um, so that has, has that dance? And <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a dance like that in a B movie, do you? My God! So we've got some more emails, but let's let's just do a little bit more on the old uh, on the old news. I yeah. mean, if any of you have been looking um, aware of uh, uh, cosplay. Supergirl, uh, the winner of the cosplay contest, yeah, Melissa Benoist. It's a big thing at comic conventions, which we're going to get to in a bit. Yeah. But everyone's got one in every town now, and oh, this, yeah. this young girl's uh, clearly 
She yeah. stood out from everybody else. Yeah, she has, hasn't she? Oh, oh, wait a minute. We made a mistake. She's actually going to play her on a TV series. What? I know. No, we're being a little bit catty. What it, what it is? The costume. I just when it when it arrived, the uh, first image, and you was. I don't know what they're playing at. They were, they were trying to. I'm not that excited about this Supergirl series. It, they, they're clearly. Um, going full steam ahead with it and trying to make it as good as possible or whatever but at the end of the day I would have expected something different than the image that I got it, it should, the costume from Hel- Helen Slater and the, the one that I quite liked but is regarded as a bit of a turkey from 1983 is it yeah. um, the, that costume looks way better than this I mean this it just looks like a cosplay costume it just yeah. looks like some somebody. Uh, the only difference between this and the usual is that the thighs are a bit better. Uh, um, the I'm I'm just saying, you know, um, it just didn't look very good. I don't know what it is. It just looks cheap. It looks tacky. That, she doesn't that look that great either. Sort of texture, isn't it? Yeah, it, she just looks like some. In fact, she does. It looks cosplay, but it also looks like some. It's sort of like, oh, bless you had a go didn't you and it's not <laughs> even great cosplay because I've seen like I saw a picture of a, a girl dressed up as a power girl yeah. um, and I saw and um, I've seen some guys as well in, in costumes as not as power girl but oh, yeah. you know I, 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 you see cosplayers that you go Christ it looks like they've walked off the film set some of them put a hell of a lot of work I in, know and they're but, fantastic but this is a this is a TV show with a massive budget yeah, and trying to impress people with the first look I know because when the alright I didn't like the costume of the um, new Wonder Woman when they went oh here's the new Wonder Woman from Superman Batman mm. versus Superman um, and I sort of went oh don't like the colours don't like whatever but it looked an expensive it looked like a movie costume didn't yeah. it it looked like even though it's not I didn't like the design whatever but I, this just looks so cheap it looks like there's a, a shop in uh, the Arndale Centre in Manchester called Love Your Babes um, oh, how the hell they came up with a name like that um, and this is the place where you go and for 15 quid it, it, literally every crap um, hen party slash stag do slash I just want to go out and be a dickhead type night out. You fifteen quid gets you any costume going, and and the, the although I'll just say as a side issue, the best one ever. Um, I don't know if I told you about this, right? I went in there and and I can't remember what I was getting. At. I ended up leaving with um, a penguin head mask. Yeah, the penguin Batman thing, or just a penguin? No, no, a penguin. <laughs> Yeah, because I thought, oh my god, I saw it through the window. I thought, I've got to have that penguin, right? Um, so I got that penguin head. I don't know what happened. Oh yeah, I know what happened. I give it to a friend's son, um, and that doesn't sound great either, does it? No, that's a sound bad. But yeah, uh, I t- and then I was just leaving, and I saw I saw this costume, and it's World War Two evacuee, and it's got a picture of a little girl. Yeah, and. <laughs> And it's got a lot of 1950s sort of cheapy sort of clothing, yeah, with a little curly-haired sort of Shirley Temple wig. And and, and it's got... You know how they shipped them all out to, to yeah. get away from the cities, like yeah. when Manchester was getting bombed in the Blitz and everything? And then they just shit heartbreaking scenes where you can see them on Pathé newsreels where they're all a being put box. on with a little box with the stuff. And they've all got a little tag. Yeah, and that, yeah, this had the tag, the box... The costume, and I'm like, Did it not have the gas what mask? the fuck is this? Why, why, why would anyone want to go out on a stag do 
dress like that doing I mean my god I don't even know if anyone would even get it except for someone about 80 you'd probably go you sick sod maybe that's what the new Salford uh, school uniform yeah I'd, maybe yeah but I, I just thought oh that's an interesting one takes the cake I took a pair I've got a photo of it somewhere because there was that <laughs> disbelief I went and you can't possibly be serious oh the, I mean that to me is worse there was a big kick off wasn't they over do you remember Mental Patient oh yeah then they released yeah. it and it was on sale in some shops and, and everyone the, the, um, the whatever handicap mentally what is it men, man, men care or whatever the one that's about um, men, cap, is it? men no it's the oh. one where it's, it's about men being depressed yeah. That one, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm really down that I can't think of it. Um, <laughs> have to contact but, them. but yeah, they they were kicking off. Going, you can't have that. He's got his little straight jacket and all that. I went out with a guy overnight. I wanted to stag do. He was in a straight jacket. And he At had the end a, of it. He had a oh, yeah. He had a drip with um, absinthe in it. Not wrong with that. And we're in an ambulance. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The fabulance we're calling it because it was fab and we were driving around it anyway. Never mind. Dip. Totally yeah. off topic. Yeah. Right. So so what what this show's not gonna be great, is it? No. Or am I wrong? I don't know. No. No. Supergirl, we're not sure. Expendable T V series, Shauna's very upset about this. Yeah. She it's, don't uh, she don't think she thinks no. Because she's not gonna no. have her big burly blokes in it. Oh no. No. She's just not sure about this at all. But if i if I remember the pitch right, it's gonna be like the old T V heroes. Oh. Getting together, that that could be quite good. You get, I mean, if the, Magnum PI, oh right, guy. right. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know it's that. It's not gonna. Well, it's, they're not oh, gonna do okay. it that way, are they? But I think that was the. Uh, oh, that'd be all right. Except most of them are dead or well, yeah, or on or, or about drugs or, or um, you can't have him. Uh, what's his string fellow Hawk can't be in it. No, he's got one leg now. Do you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, man. he's alcoholism, and he got he got in such a state that his leg died, and they cut it off. Totally I've oversimplified that somewhat chronic, haven't I? Yeah. But you, you get my drift. He ain't got a leg anyway. He didn't have a leg to stand up. No, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say it. I wish you did have the symbols. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. But I'm just, I'm just... I mean, it's like this. It's either going to be violent or not. And if it's violent, then you might get away with it. But if it's not violent, it's going to be like the A-team, isn't it? Yeah. Because they're going to be out every week with heavy... This is the problem with the A-team, uh, that you didn't get when you were a kid. You were watching it and you're going, oh, my God, and they're all shooting and the fighting. And you're like, oh, my God. Nobody had last five minutes with all that. You be, there were scenes where houses were getting ripped to piece by pieces by machine gun fire. Nobody and died. No one had a scratch, did they? And if anybody did get hit once, it'd be in the leg and they'd make a big thing about it wouldn't they or yeah. the, the or whole they'd episode. end up visiting them in the, the, the post credit sequence with the, just in bed yeah oh. you know oh you know been shot again oh dear me you know it's just that's a, on the red so I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure so no. there we go um, I think we should carry on straight through and not go for a break because uh, there's plenty of news there's there's just tons and tons and tons of news aren't, aren't, aren't you guys lucky that you're getting to know everything that you probably already know anyway <laughs> but um, have it been told to you again yeah I know this is it it's regaling you with something you might learn something I don't we've know. got a few uh, B movies go on a quick break go on uh, B movie break uh, Mr Andrew Pollard our yes. online editor. Oh yes. Uh, suggests a recent one, which you know again it goes under that uh, re shitbag shuffle B movie thing. Yeah. Wolf, Wolf Cop. 
yeah, can that's we, the but it don't, it's the question though, isn't it? The question is, that, can you have a can you have a B movie now? No, ah, you because, see, no, because everything's it. Technically, even if you've said it, you know, and don't do it the way it should be as being a B movie. It's it's like we say, you, but, but you can't make but a it, cult movie. But work, you can't make a cult movie. You can't make a B movie. But things. Yeah, I don't know. Then I'm, I'm a bit confused. I think it, but it, a wolf cop is definitely of the right ilk. Oh, it's, yeah, I think when people think is. of a B movie, that's what sort of thinking of. And yeah. just being arsy. Oh no, because I've not had any sleep. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. What else have we got? Uh, Richard Robinson, I'm Cosby Soup. Yes. Uh, our good old listener. Well, I don't know. He's not old, but you know, dig yourself into a grave. No, oh, no, I mean, uh, I said I was dead good. Then I could have easily made yeah. that worse, and I didn't. Yeah. Uh, Killer clowns from outer space. Oh, big favourite of everybody's. Yeah, I'm actually devastated that I didn't think of that because that is the epitome of of a, a B movie. But here's a problem: it's too well made. Yeah, it's amazingly well made for the money. By the way, can I just say that the budget won't a great budget, and it, I it's it's certainly not in the tens of millions. No, and it looks absolutely brilliant, and the effects are all practical effects, and they're all absolute, and the puppetry, the, the it's a great film. Yeah, it's great a, film. And it's Plus, fun. Yeah, it's fun, and you like all the sick shit they get up to. It's yeah. a like, and my favourite, one of my favourite quotes from any film: "What are you going to do with them pies, boys?" <laughs> it's brilliant that film. Yeah. So, if we ever do a a quote composition, yeah, oh, it's <laughs> it's full of classic moments, and uh, nobody, what is it? Nobody makes a um, got that that over Mooney. Yeah, so it's about the puppet that. Yeah, well, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. It, it, that and, was... and available on Blu-ray over here now. Yeah, I know. Arrow. Yeah, we love Arrow. Arrow do bring out some amazing stuff. It, it's stunning stuff. And and I've got to say, they're going from strength to strength. Some of the box sets they're bringing out now, all stuff like say Eureka and Arrow to me. Yeah, they're they're right up there when yeah. it comes to because it's, it's, it's one stuff, of them. It's stuff yeah. that you don't think you would. Oh, normally get hey, I'm not joking and by the way this isn't a load of shilling yeah and yeah. I appreciate that you'll see the odd advert for him in the magazine but at but the end of the day we believe in them well no I I think that let's put it this way every time Eureka certainly Arrow put out lots and lots of stuff but Eureka a very um, every time you see a Blu-ray I it's something I'd get and it's, it's something used to something that you've not seen for years. Yeah, I know. Even then, I mean, they, they bring out stuff like Busby Berkeley yeah. uh, musicals. And, our, our old war know, films. And yeah, I like know. That. And they're all, and, and they're, their extras are brilliant. I, t- yeah. I tell you what, um, I'm trying to remember um, what's, I'll remember the name of it, but yeah, I watched the what, Eureka. Um, it was a, an art house film, and I've always wanted to watch it. Helen Mirren. Um, oh, um you know the one yeah. about the guy who wants to commit suicide on air on TV. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not Helen Mirren. That's uh, Faye Dunaway. No, it's Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. It's uh, 1968. Oh right. It's, no, it's, um, I'm thinking of Network then, because that's coming out soon. Yeah, I'm t- I'll remember the name of it. It's it's basically the name of the the name of it is the character in the Roman mythology who burned the temple down um, just to get famous. Yeah. And it's about it's a it's a, a an art house film all about fame. I remember the name of it. God, I'm a dumb. I need to see that. Then. Yeah. Oh, you'd 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 absolutely love it. It's proper. Now it's great. It's of its time. And if you like the what's the uh, the tenth victim? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You like that? It's very much of that sort of atmosphere. And it's got London sixties great stylish. But there is a rabbit rabbit moment 
where Helen Mirren in the middle of it just goes um, she just starts going what do I want do I she's got this lovely dress on and she's she's in um, she starts doing a monologue and she starts going what do I want do I want uh, success do I want romance do I want love and whatever and then she, she goes a, uh, I know what I want a Heidi Heidi impression no Oh no! I'm t- I can't do voices, can I? I can't do voices. <laughs> I don't even pretend to do. But I'm just saying. She goes, "What do I and all that?" And then she gets to the end of it, and then she goes, "I know what I want." And then she's all pops up, and she's and she goes, "Big yellow rubber gloves." And she's got a pair of marigolds on, and she's waving them. Is she not supposed to be making an advert or something? No, not at all. No, it's one of them, isn't it? This is what I mean. You're watching it, and then this was three hours long, and all this. Um, Herostrata, is it? That might be it. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's just yeah. Anyway, I, it's a great film. Watch it, but that bit you will you will find that uh, like oh pretentious. Come on, it's a bit it's a bit space pretentious with yeah with rabbit the wrong rabbit. End. Yeah, it's rabbit rabbit. It really is. Uh, Richard anyway. Robinson's come back with uh, would Peter Jackson's brain dead be classed as a B movie? See, here's a problem Again, under that philosophy right. of. Absolutely no. I'm not sure about Brain Dead because its production's really good. Like that's my problem with Killer Clowns in that Killer Clowns is definitive, but it's too good. Mm. That's too good. But bad taste definitely yeah. is. Bad taste is first. That that's why well, it was made for what thirty thousand. Something like that. Yeah, really cheap. They in fact they that's took Australian years dollars. to. Yeah, they took yeah they took years to make it because they just couldn't afford, you know. Um, um, on the subject of double bills, yes, uh, Louise has suggested Midnight Express and McVicar. Yeah, yeah. I know it's Mid- a bit, again Midnight. It's a, Mid- bit, it's a bit off our right. our give, cult thing. But they give, are very no, good I'll, cult films. So. I'll give McVicar, but I think Midnight Express is is way beyond B, isn't it? Yeah. That's a proper movie, that isn't yeah. it? I think maybe I don't know. What do you think? It's, it's a good, it's great a, it's film. Good, good. It's 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 uh, one of them films that everybody saw when it came on yeah. video. Yeah, but it was, was it was massive. I was having a conversation. But that was with, a great double bill. Yeah, I was having a conversation with someone about a year or so ago. I can't remember who it was now, and he just he. I started going on about Midnight Express and, and I said in this bit and, and I went and he went oh god I've not seen that bit and all that and then he started going on about um, uh, and I said the bit where he did the heartbeats going and all that and he went oh because I, I just didn't stop laughing all the way through that and I went what are you talking about and then he started giving bits away and he wanted to, he got it mixed up he was talking about Midnight Run <laughs> yeah, right. And it, it was, and I was talking about all these heart-rending bits, and he's just laughing, going, "Oh, it was so funny that character." And I, what are you laughing at? Did, what's going on? And Robert Deeb's talking about Robert De Niro. You know, <laughs> it could have been worse. He could have said when he was in prison, and he thought it was stir crazy. Oh God, <laughs> oh stir crazy is funny. Man, yeah. it's funny. Um, we got a pile of emails, so I just Excellent. go through one or two here. Yeah, um, Tiff. Ah, a new this is new new person yeah Excellent. I think um, I'm totally amazed just came across you via a long route I oh. heard a show called the Mancunian Candidates here on Rhino and that's another radio station oh. yes and and I uh, uh, who's the host of this right, show right here we go I've been outed right <laughs> I haven't had a chance to I haven't hid this but you've the not way. been plugging it because you're not a big uh self-promoting yeah, I know I'm, I'm not I'm not I, I find egos a bit expensive <laughs> um, no I, I 
I am a host on a, a show on an American station and me and Paul Ripley are the Mancunian candidates. Yeah, and you have to go there and back every week. Yes, we it? do. We fly over there and we're back We're back in time just to do the, this team. show. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we de- deal with it's sort of um, our view on what's going on in the States. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting show. Um, and yeah, check it out. And if you hate it, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Mancunian candidates is on uh, Rhino uh, online. You can find that station. That's, uh, and we're on, I think it's every Thursday. I'm recording a show tomorrow. Um, so he's saying, yeah, he found it on Rhino. I looked further and found not only you guys, but a magazine I, I downloaded. So awesome. Got a question for you. Will you guys ever come to Tampa and do a comic convention as this is the capital of geek? Don't believe the hype about California. See, Martin, I told you not to believe the hype about uh, California. Hey, I'll, I'll put Tiff, the charts away. Tiff, Tampa Bay, USA. And you can say in your accents a big hello to Nelson and Junta to our guys. Well, hello, hello Nelson, Nelson and Junta. I didn't know we had accents, by the way. Oh, we've not had an accent. I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, but Junta, that's a nice name, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. Anyway, yeah, good. Well, Thank we, you, sir. It's always for always the, glad to Tampa. see you. We'll yeah. get our bags packed. Well, I will say now, quick, quick shout before we forget. We are. Yeah. We mentioned Talk about earlier conventions. Conventions. We're in London. We we head out from from Mancunia. Uh, we've got passports on. On we've got our passports sorted and the visa stamped, and we're we're on our way. On, on Inoculations. Way. Yes, well, you need them when you're dealing with southerners. You know, like catch something. <laughs> we're we're heading down south, and we're going to be at the Super Comic Con at Excel, which is near Canary Wharf, and we are going to be there. Uh, we're arriving Friday night, so if anybody is kicking around and whatever, just put something out on Twitter, and uh, we'll. And they uh, can buy us a drink. Yeah, you can get us a drink. They've got the London. Uh, yeah. Bursary, yeah, and I'm gonna, and then we'll be there. We will. We've got a uh, place in in the convention, so we're in there on Saturday and Sunday. So come along and say hello, or we'll have a drink, or we'll whatever, or you can have a go at us for something we've done. There you yeah, go. You Can't say about the Mac. Exactly. So that that's us there. But, but also at that convention, there's uh, loads of comic artists, yeah. loads of comic writers. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Ross. Yeah. The well-known television celebrity. Indeed. And uh, big comic fan, and he writes comics as well. Indeed. Uh, he's going to be there. And he, he's Neil a Adams. really good mate of a mate of mine who's going to meet us there, and I'm hoping that we might actually yeah, get to. That, you know. Well, he'd be great for the Mac. The, the old wasse. I love, I love him. He's a great. I think he's a brilliant presenter. I always liked him doing uh, film, the film review yeah. on BBC before they gave it to the bird with the big feet. You know, who, who actually doesn't review any films? Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, it, I can't believe that that formula for that show it astounds me. She's it, a, she just introduces yeah. them. For those of you who don't know, if you're listening from uh, the states or wherever, you know we we BBC has its its premier sort of review program on BBC One, and it used to be you know somebody who knows about films would come on chat about films and review them, and now we have some like one of these catch-all generic presenters. Um, and she has a, a film expert that comes on to chat to her about films. Yeah. It's bizarre. I've never seen anything He's quite as like dry it. As a desert. Yeah, I know. What's her name? Winkle. Winkle Picker. Yeah, whatever her name is. Yeah. You know. Um, got another email. Tarek Fatah. Brighton loves your show. Keep up the good work. Yay. Thank you very much. That's very you nice. Got a tour soon. Yeah. 
and and Jenny Hawkson says time for a few. Um, and I don't. Yeah, know I what. think there is a time. For I don't. We need to. Jenny's saying I don't know. I don't know what it's time for. David Cunningham loving the comments on Empire. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I I I, uh, I would never um, diss another magazine. No, it's uh, Roger, not very professional. Is yeah, it? Roger by South. Good evening, gentlemen. Do you realise right. we are now only four hours apart for a short time? See, see, that's why we felt so close to him. Anyway, could you explain to me the pressure involved in being an editor on a leading magazine? Much oh love God, as always. How long right. has it got? Well, on a leading magazine, I've no idea, but on ours, <laughs> um, I... See, it's nice to be it's, humble. It's extra... Right, I'll be honest. It's extremely difficult because we are not... When you get a publishing house that's doing 20 or 30 magazines, you've got a big block of um, people that are artists that, that use graphic design packages and they go between floors a lot of the time and you'll get a lot of people swapping over you're never going to be short staffed whereas we're very much a um, we're an independent we're quite a, a big company overall but we, we we're still like it's a family unit yeah it's a, mo- it's a mom and pop yeah magazine and um even though it's got it's it's run it's quite a big company but we run it in that sort of way and we are very hands-on and because of that it, it is quite difficult when we finish one issue literally before we came on air tonight me and martin were having a meeting about the content for next issue and we've literally literally only got it off to print hours ago and And we're already on it now and it is it is a mouse wheel but it's an enjoyable mouse wheel because we do get to meet whereas sometimes you do you can be doing a job where you're just getting grief all the time you know we do we do get a lot of nice things this is this is not work this is us just Mm. doing stuff we like yeah and about things we we love some stuff we hate but we still got to cover it yeah Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But it's not I mean, the same as so oh, slogging to work and oh god. I'm, I'm equal. I'm equal opportunities. We'll always, but we'll we'll put something in the magazine that I that if a yeah. lot of people like it. I'm not mentioning any any particular names or directors, but some people like certain things it's, that I don't. It is very very inclusive of everything. Yeah. But uh, even, yeah, even the rubbish. Yeah, but it is good. It's good. It's not. It's not a bad job at all. It's good. Uh, it's very strange because I used to read the magazine when I was a child, and it got me into a lot of the films that I'm into. And now there are times when I'm holding it, and then I'm just flicking through and I see my name on there, and I and I, I go, Ooh, that's bizarre." So it's sort of like an out of body experience. You must get that because yeah, you used to read it like I, me when you were yeah, a kid, yeah. and and then you all of a sudden you. you you're flicking through it going what am I doing here it's happened yeah uh, we had uh, Robin Pierce up last week briefly and he was saying exactly the same thing he can't believe that he's writing for this magazine that he grew up he's got every issue but this is the thing it was important that uh, we were the only mag back then that that covered this stuff in the UK and as such, yeah me like me and you we wouldn't know about some of these films that we got into Blade Runner it was that the reason we got a lot of us got, went to see Blade Runner is because Starburst gave the free tickets away do you remember yeah, right, yeah. and and it's like that and and it's nice that um, there's us and then there's some people younger than us and some and, and I, it's a generational thing so it's nice to see the mag continue like and that it should be worth saying as well that this was well pre-internet so <laughs> we, we would not have learned anything you'd read about something that would you know mm. n- nowadays you would have heard about it six months ago but you read about it and then you saw it in six months time 
Yeah. Oh, and, and Denji's back on. And uh, anyway, I hope that answers your question, Roger. But I'll tell you something. If you are coming over, well, I'm happy. I'll show you around the place and you'll see see how it's made and everything because uh, it'll be great if you're over here. Yeah. We'll uh, show you some hospitality. Uh, Denji wonders why we don't read all his emails out anymore, wankers. Um, well, what it is, Denji, say some pretty questionable stuff about a girl who maybe she doesn't want to hear that sort of shit. And you know what I mean? And maybe, you shouldn't be, and maybe you shouldn't be saying that anyway. It's not a very modern way of thinking yeah you know dear me um but paul mount is saying mount is saying oh no you've got to be kidding me you're going to have to clarify this rumor has it that missy slash the master is going to become a companion during the next season along alongside the impossible clara imagine that and no you are, are you imagine. please clarify that you're having a joke because i've not heard that and that's blown my mind uh, Alan Shaw just thought I would email in to say how much I enjoyed your guest right of Mr Mount last week will he be on again soon cheers Alan well I'm never going to let Paul Mount leave this magazine because he's been here he's been here he's our um, our elder state oh I hate saying that because no, that's sort of insulting he's our anchor he's our anchor our um I say elder statesman isn't rude anyway that doesn't no. mean you passed it it just means it's that not, you've got a amount of respect yeah yeah, it's not older statement. Yeah, exactly, elder, elder exactly. Yeah. And um, no, no, he'll be he'll be on again. He may, um, he'll see if he fancies phoning in, or we he can come o- come over again. And yeah. uh, we like we like having him here anyway. We we um, we we have some fun and some drinks, you know. And that's always um, a good thing. Also, he says, do you think the whole world of comics and film has gone too far into the PC correct world and are too uh, involved in the industry and are women the reason why oh god oh god almighty don't <laughs> get please <laughs> please don't drag me into that one right the, the the two things that you guaranteed to get in trouble with is starting going on about whether there should be a black version or a what asian version of whatever yeah. and changing the ethnicity and also uh this i Right, PC Correct World. I will give one example that um, that shows that possibly you have a point I was upset about. The costume for Spider-Woman in Marvel Comics. The costume for Spider-Woman has always been... Um, it's been a little bit sexy and a little bit sexist, but back then in the 70s, when, it were, when that comic came out, 77, I believe, um, and it, all, a lot of the male comics were... were in sort of painted on lycra sort of look in in the comic book now what's happened here is um, I I can't remember the guy's name now he's uh, an artist he did a variant cover of Spider-Woman about a couple of issues ago and it caused a backlash like you wouldn't believe and a lot of women were saying this is terrible this is and and if i showed you the picture you wouldn't believe it all you've got to do if you want to find it is go spider woman sexist cover and it'll be all over google images and he drew her posterior in a way that was bloody obscene i mean he did it like she was just waiting for some guy to come up behind her and take her like a, a caveman in a cave you know and um and there was a rightly backlash but here's the thing That's the wrong uh, they've then said. gone and and yeah oh god they've gone and um quickly as a panic move gone no 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 we're we we're giving her a new costume not only did they give her a new costume right they then had a conversation where she's chatting to another female superhero captain marvel um and she's she's saying oh you're changing your costume at last about time and all that and then she makes a gag and goes well you used to have your legs exposed didn't you until and blah 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 then they bring the all new spider woman out and her costume's an absolute uh abysmal now here's my point on it 
they do draw lady superheroes a little bit sexist. They also draw draw um, some guys a little bit sexist. These costumes are very revealing, and I get that there's a difference between looking at, say, Superman and his muscles and his six-pack and, say, Wonder Woman who's showing her boobs and, and you know, the she's got a lot of flesh on show and they tried this once in the 70s where they changed it and gave her a white jumpsuit and made her like Emma Peel out of the Avengers and everybody hated it and they keep going back to that but here's the thing it's a design classic the Wonder Woman costume Spider Woman it's a design classic it really is it's not about the showing her tits showing her arse being sexist it's about the fact that she's got this great triangle thing that's going on on the mask the white eyes and the black long hair and she's got this sort of underarm webbing as well like the that's a, a bit of a nod to Steve Ditko it's a design classic what they didn't do with this costume is uh, what they've done with everybody else like Captain America's costume was all lycra um, and just it was just painted on and they didn't bother what modern comic book artists have started to do is modernise the look of the costume although keep the design the same like for example give you an example look at a new Captain America comic uh, now and then compare it to 20 years ago 20 years ago it's just just drawn on and then coloured yeah it's texturized, yeah. so it looks like armor, like whatever. What they should have done is just stop drawing it. They, they, at the time, they changed all the other characters. Just give her, make it, turn it into a sort of texturized leather, so it's not hugging every crevasse and making a big thing of her boobs and making a big thing of her ass. You've got the colors, you've got the look, you've got the design, and all that, and just update it. Um, but there has been a lot of outcry over sexism in comics and I do think it's gone a bit far and I think that particular example shows the problem when you do because you have thrown the baby out with the bathwater because yeah, when I say yeah you pick up that the, the issue four and then issue number five of the Spider-Woman and you do yeah that 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 bloody new costume is absolutely a Abysmal, yeah, and it's like it's been designed by someone who it, it just no idea, and it's it's done to be so cool and oh so whatever. Now, similar thing, Batgirl, they changed it and they stopped having her in the figure hugging the lycra sort of look, and they changed it and made her a little bit younger looking in the way it's drawn. But what they've done is they've kept the same colours, kept the same design. You know, it's Batgirl at second, and it's just more like it's made a leather and more like it, it, it's not showing a figure off as much yet. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And that's the way you do it. And I do, I do agree. The you can I don't see the point in making these comic books too PC. No, because they're a bit daft. That was a bit of a long answer. Uh, Matthew um, Kurtz just text, uh, tweeted yeah. him. Uh, Milo Marana. Yeah. Did the. Yeah. Oh, can I just answer Denge? I Denge, yeah, you never on key 103 with Stanage, you're full of shit. No, I wasn't. I didn't say that, dickhead. I was actually on uh, Manchester radio with him after he lost his job on there for being pissed all the time. Okay, smart ass. Now fuck off. Now, see, now you're trying to be like James Stanage. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Helen Croxwell, long time listener, you are now on every week. In into 2015, yeah. Well, we don't want to miss out, do we? Um, we even, you know, we unfortunately we we have that pillock every week as well. But there you go, uh, Jeff Thompson. Um, my view, uh, Arrow was always weak, uh, and to be honest, wank. Now because on TV, it's cool. What's your view, Jeff? Yeah, 
didn't interest me at all Green Arrow mm-hmm. I liked him when he was in that comic book with uh, he was sharing with um, Green, La- Green, Green Lantern Lantern Green Arrow yeah. yeah that was good and they went on the road and all that that was interesting and they, that was the only time the character sort of appealed to me I just thought he was a sort of him and Hawkeye not really that into people with trick arrows when you've got godlike creatures doing all sorts of weird stuff yeah. that's more interesting but I've got to say that show has been a revelation it's been a revelation uh, it's been it's one of the best shows on TV and 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 as a comic book adaptation they've taken a character that's um like I say it's definitely second tier Sorry, not wanting to offend anybody, but he, yeah, he's not one of the big guys. He's not Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Well, it, it's, it's like Iron Man. Not a lot of people have known yeah. him. Yeah, the, the regular people. credit where credits due. Oh, there you go. Sorry for getting annoyed at him. I just don't like people no, just no. going on you full of shit and all that. Well, yeah, you just check it out. Just, just search online. I was I was there for three years. You know what I mean. And a lot of people listening to the show remember that and all. I was, let's put it him. this way: I, was, I did more shows than he did, and I kept more sober than him. So that's saying something. Oh yeah, I know. That's it. And as you can tell, well, I've been in a pub. He's a, he's a bit of a dick. You see, he's Stanage. He mm. gets pissed, and I shouldn't say this, but you know, he's a fucking. <laughs> it's what idiot. people tune in for. Yeah, I know, and and you know, it's in it funny who, who he appeals to. Um, well, it says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. So, what else have we got? What else? We have had to. The God, I can't believe the emails this week. I know oh, it's great. Man, life. Yeah, I tell you, your your parents are doing us proud. I know. <laughs> Thinking these names up as well. Uh, it was announced today that the uh, the secret cinema in that London oh yeah, uh, yeah. are going to be showing Empire Strikes Back this year oh yeah yeah absolutely which uh, looks really interesting yeah I, I here's my view secret cinema always wanted to go yeah and just never got round to it it's um, too far away isn't it? Uh, yeah it is it's but we should, should make an effort we should sort of make an effort. I like the first time I became aware of it was when they did the Blade Runner one, and then mm. I saw the pictures. Yeah, and I saw the um, I saw the, the where they'd done the market, you know, with all the noodle bars and all yeah. that going down. And, and I thought, wow, there's a lot of effort gone in here. Yeah, it's immersive. Yeah, I know. And then they did um, the Nost- interior, the Nostromo for Alien, and yeah. then and the Bugsy Malone. I think they had the the custard pie fight yeah, thing going yeah. on which I'll be honest I could have done without that no, like, that's a bit I wouldn't mind wearing the, uh, the 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 double breasted suits and all that but that's not not really a costume for you though is it oh alright you know, you do, they don't know I'm not always in jeans and a t-shirt you don't know. <laughs> that might be tomorrow but uh, I don't know I'm just bloody hell what can I say oh another email Peter Harrison he's put brackets again there's never an again with you Peter it's always pleasant yeah. I'm heading down south in a few weeks I'm a northerner too not looking forward to paying a tenner for a pint of beer yeah exactly damn Lannisters <laughs> that's his thing at the bottom there um, um, nothing wrong with a good feminist hero mind no yeah that's what I, again Peter saying that um, no there's nothing wrong with it I, I just think that they get there's a lot of um, kicking off over how they're drawn by guys you see it's that's like the problem stuff, yeah 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 the, the, the problem is a lot of the artists are guys so 
it's a, it's an it's low hanging fruit to have a pop at them and say you're trying to make them look a bit uh, like a sexualized object. Uh, the the problem is they tried to the guys and girls have all looked like that in comic books. I've yeah. picked up loads of them where you've got scenes of them both looking whatever. I agree, there've been so many more um, costumes with girls where they've been showing flesh, obviously. Um, but again, that is because the guy, it was it's predominantly guys. I think maybe the answer to this is what more 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 female artists yeah. uh, would help this. I mean, I say. think it is changing a little bit because more females are buying the comics. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you go around these conventions, yeah, yeah. and and it's yeah. it's full of, yeah. of of young girls. But I, ironically, um, there's more than one Spider Woman costume when you go. Yeah, by girls who like dressing up as as that. And I'm I'm just po- using that to point out that. And the, the, and the people it's they a do certain choose, sort of people who are kicking off over the ones this, that you know. They choose to dress up. At, mm. They are all quite, uh, yeah. For what have been sexist, a bit saucy. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, the uh, you know, certain it, but yeah. there's, there's one or two that are a bit lose your lunch, but that's that's so I'm getting in trouble now. Getting in trouble. Can we deal with this Ghostbusters thing? Yeah, because Channing Tater's deep. He's <laughs> he's oh, yeah. he's in. Um, he's going to be in one now. With Drew Pierce writing, Ivan Reitman, Dan Aykroyd on board, so, and the hoping the Russo brothers who did the Captain America sequel, mm-hmm. they're going to be on board. So, what, it's, what, what is all this? Do You're you waiting for a bus and two come at once. What's what going on? Th- this is, uh, but this is the one that should have been made, isn't it? Yeah, though, it, and really. it's like you know, uh, but, no, we don't want the girls to do it. Well, there's that. I'm, I'm not getting into that because do you know what? I don't see everybody's getting po- used to that. I mean, what's the problem with it? I don't. I right. Here's the problem. Here's here's my problem with it. Um, there isn't a problem. Exactly. That, uh, my problem is that everyone's saying there's a problem yeah. when there isn't. The 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 fact is that you can do a Ghostbusters sequel with all girls. You're doing with fifty fifty. You can do it with all guys. Do whatever. Just get a good cast and tell a good story. The um, the the bridesmaids. If if it's going to be your know, bridesmaids Ghostbusters. I'm not, not going to be as. It's not going to appeal to you. It's much, not going to be appeal. But it doesn't mean uh, yeah. don't make it. But I like Bridesmaids. I thought it was good, but it wasn't. As, it didn't strike me as a comedy classic. Ghostbusters is a comedy classic. Yeah. That's the thing. Don't forget, it's a fantasy movie, but it was a mainstream hit. Not because of the ghosty stuff. No. Not because of the stay puffed, stay puffed, marshmallow man. It was because it was a very, very funny film, and it was incredibly well written. Yes, it was well acted. It was. Yeah. It's, you, it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah, let's just have um, a good thing. If both of these are good, that's it. But he's making out like these will just be different divisions of, yeah, of, I of think it. it's uh, somebody wanting just to make more. Yeah, well, I'll tell you something. After being running around looking like that in Jupiter Ascending, I bet he's... <laughs> I bet anything, anything goes. Do you want to give a shout out to your to the Soska sisters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wonderful Soska sisters are are on Kickstarter with uh, their next project, which is actually a comic book, not a film. Mm. Would you like to tell us the titles? I'm sure you can say it better than I. Can. I it's funny. Kill. It, I've got this right. I'm to kill crazy nymphos attack. Yeah. See, if I'd have said that, it'd have come out smutty. But but the um the the if you actually. Uh, donate a certain amount they'll draw you as a victim of the uh, of the nymphos uh, basically about it's about a story about a guy and he's 
he really wants girls, but he's horrible looking, and he I know the feeling. He tries to get a love potion thing, and it don't only turn them into nymphos that want him. They also want to do violent things as well, and it all goes crazy. That's usually what happens with me. So, as well. so well, there you go. So, so that's what you uh, that's what you're talking about there. Well, they're always entertaining, and they're, 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 I haven't met them myself, but they are supposed yeah. to be really, really nice. Well, people. Polly interviewed him recently. Said he, you know, he instantly fell in love with him. Oh well, there you go. Oh, he's a good. He's yeah. I trust his judgment on that. So that's not that's not too bad, is it? Um, yeah. Uh, still, a couple of other things before we go. Arrow, Flash, another spin-off show that I do not understand, and I'm just waiting to hear more. Apparently, Brandon Roof is in it. Is the Atom? Katie Lotz, who's obviously not as dead as we think she is, if she's going to be in this. The confusing thing, Victor Garber, he's the guy who plays one of the two characters that makes up Firestorm, so don't quite understand why he's in it on his own, and the guy who plays Captain Cold, uh, Wentworth Miller, and I don't know anything about it, and it all seems a bit odd, and is this where we jump the shark, where we there's a show too many, and it's, there's a lot going on now, isn't there? It also sort of leads into a the little bit of a non-story with uh, Valiant Entertainment. Oh, well, that again... Going to go into movies. Yeah. Well, here's the problem with that. Valiant Entertainment, I, I know comics and I, I'm, vague, I'm aware of them and I know them, but there's no one in the street knows who they no. are. I mean, this is like the... Okay, it's okay to have um, bring in the Marvel Universe with a relatively ob- more obscure character, that, say Iron Man, than, say, Captain America or Spider-Man, but your, their entire catalogue yeah. is that, whereas Marvel did have the big guns to bring in later on like the Hulk yeah. for um, another characters that were more familiar I just I think you were going to end up I, I did say this there's going to be a swing away from the superhero stuff at some point it's getting saturated yeah and I do think it'll go back to sci-fi I think that sci-fi suffered a lot because of the superhero yeah. movie uh, there's been some perfectly good um, ones like Edge of Tomorrow that yeah. should have done well at the box office and if it had been out before the Marvel Universe explosion I think it would have probably took 800 million at the box office and been a hit but uh, poor old Tom's been squeezed out he needs to get some lycra or or, sorry uh, leather so he's not showing his bits off and um, the problem with with it yeah I don't know Valiant Entertainment's going to be their their catalogue's not as impressive it's that simple would you go and see an Archer and Armstrong film don't know it sounds like the comedy duo, doesn't it? I know, this is the the problem. Our bloodshot. And, and the last one to end on, yeah. Um, and we'll just check for any emails before we go as well. Um, Independence Day 2, uh, colon, career life raft is uh, underway. We, yep. got, we confirmed Jeff Goldblum, Liam Hemsworth, and newcomer Jesse Usher. Now, you're wondering, no, Roland Emmerich, the... Um, the the genius behind the original one and I did like Independence Day I did did quite like it I don't think you did as much did you no it's, it, a, bit, it's a bit gung ho um, but it's it did good, it's a good brain but it's movie. it's nice to know that you know Apple Max can can yeah. communicate and with, they do with alien yeah alien operating systems but yeah um, if you're wondering who Jesse Usher is well here uh, Roland will explain it in his own words my producing partner Harold Closier um, noticed Jesse in between sets of push ups at the gym and gave him an audition as they say the rest is history mm. yeah it sounds like like it's going bit well of, doesn't bit it sours going there oh good god I mean is that how you get a job is that how you get a, is that how you get a job that's in, how you on, hired me on that film <laughs> Oh, God. 
Yeah, well, we were, couldn't help it. You well, know, I, was, I was working out the fab with one arm, yes, then the yeah, other arm. Yeah, yeah, then the <laughs> other arm, then pints. They, yeah. they, they, they are, they, it's good, good, good on you, you know. Right, we'll just check the emails because we're, 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 we're slightly out of time. And no, that's us, uh, that's us done. Thanks. So don't forget, if you're going to uh, be down in London, then please come along and see, uh, ask someone where some weirdos are with some magazines. And Don't say that at a comic convention. You're going to find it. Oh, no, I, I, I like <laughs> to think that, that we'll, even, we'll even stand out there probably. Yeah. You never know, do you? But uh, now that is the music. So thank you for joining us post deadline. And I've been Mike, and he's been Martin, and we will see you next week. Listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bars in Manchester and Leeds.